0: Do you recognize this song? How about now? You can die,
1: too, for all I
0: can <laughs> oh. As you wish. Oh, my sweet Wesley. What have I done? Mm-hmm. We're listening to the opening number of the iconic movie, The Princess Bride. As any movie lover knows, a film score can make all the difference, and the music definitely sets the tone for The Princess Bride's whimsical and comedic love story. If you adore this movie, well, you're in luck. You can attend a live performance of The Princess Bride by Chicago Symphony Orchestra later this week. Joining us to discuss is conductor Richard Kaufman, who is conducting The Princess Bride in concert as the latest installment of the CSO at the Movies series. Welcome to Reset, Richard.
2: Thank you, Susie. It's nice to speak with you. And uh, I'm glad you're having such balmy weather. I'm in Los <laughs> Angeles right now. And when you said 45 degrees, when it gets down to that, it's on the front page of the L.A. papers here. So,
0: Well, it's
1: kind of um. <laughs> rubbing
0: it in from L.A., but OK. <laughs> also on the line is Britt Julius, a culture writer and music critic for the Chicago Tribune. Hi, Britt.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. Well, um, first, you know, uh, Richard, you're conducting the Princess Bride in concert this week at the CSO. What goes into preparing a, a, um, to preparing to conduct a film score?
2: Well, a lot of study. You know, what, what the goal is to recreate the music exactly as it was heard in the theaters, and so that is, that is the goal to synchronize the the, uh, the music to the film, uh, and that's my job. And uh, also the style and uh, the feeling of the music that goes along with this film. I mean, I I have loved this film forever, and uh, I can't tell you how many times I've seen it. And the (laughs) idea that the score will be played by one of the world's greatest symphony orchestras, uh, to me, is very exciting. It's interesting because the original score, of course, is by the great Mark Knopfler, uh, and it was mainly synthesizer and guitar and all of that. Well, we've expanded it. To be symphony orchestra, played by the symphony orchestra, but to Mm -hmm. keep the same style and the same feel uh, um, so as to accompany the film the way it needs to be uh, accompanied. It won't sound like the 1812 Overture meets The Princess Bride.
0: (laughs) Well, this isn't your first time working with this music, and I'm, I'm wondering how you feel the music helps tell this love story.
2: Well, I think music always contributes to whatever the the, the theme and story is um, at CSO at the movies. This is our 18th season and we've done three or four films every year. Uh, and th- there is such uh, such a wide genre of music, but the same is true about the stories. The, there are so many different stories that are told in film and so uh, it just depends what story is being told uh, for the music mm-hmm. to accompany it, and um, a lot of times the, mu- the the story doesn't need music in in some important scenes. Yeah, and uh, and sometimes music is is necessary. And uh, Princess Bride, you know, Elmer Bernstein was one of the great film composers, and he did a lot of different films, including The Magnificent Seven. Uh, uh, to Kill a Mockingbird and all, but he also did some of the great comedic films mm-hmm. and including Airplane, Ghostbusters, uh, Animal House. I actually played violin on that score. Uh, yeah. And uh, and Elmer used to say that if you have a comedy, the important thing is to score it with the music as if it were a serious drama. Yeah. And that embellishes the comedy so in princess bride it is absolutely a romantic love story yeah. and and there's some great drama and the music accompanies that in a very serious serious way which accentuates the comedy yeah,
0: certainly well Britt, this score is emotional but but again it is also funny what are some of the markers of a great film score to you um
1: thinking about great Scores, the ones that actually sort of really um, matter to me, a lot to me, um, they're ones that, you know, just hearing like a few notes. From them after the film um, can really uh, invoke the feelings, the lines, the characters, the emotions um, of the film itself. So it's really you know not just about sort of acting as a soundtrack or background noise or background music for the act that's happening in the film, um, but it really is, is almost sort of like telling the story through the notes themselves. And so, and even if it's not telling the story, maybe it's telling like the feeling um, of the story or the kind of overarching. Of um, themes from the story itself. You think of um, uh, like Nicholas Bretel, who has done a lot of stuff for um, Barry Jenkins. He's mm, done yeah. stuff for Succession. And, um, you know, his song um, from It's Beel Street Could Talk, A Gave, you know, that is a song that has translated to, you know, uh, millennials and Gen Z across social media. And people use it a lot to soundtrack like their, you know, social media posts that are about sort of like romance and mm-hmm. heartbreak and longing. really invoking those feelings from the original film in which it was produced. So I think when it's really powerful and impactful and um, successful, that it will still sort of invoke the feelings, emotions um, and tone of the film long after someone has seen it.
0: Yeah. When you brought up uh, Barry Jenkins, I was thinking, yes, you know, the the music that uh, we hear in his films, um, you know, you just feel that movie instantly when you hear it. Um, you know, I want to take a moment and listen to a piece of another iconic score uh, the CSO has performed. I mean, this this has to be... Familiar to everyone, right? This is obviously the Imperial March from Star Wars. Uh, Richard, how would you describe the audience's experience? I mean, what, what's different about hearing a well-known movie score performed live?
2: That's a great question, and I'll start out by saying that so many people who come to these these concerts afterwards will say to me or write to me and say, you know, uh, I, I never realized that the music was so wonderful, and I never really notice the music or this or that. And one of the things is that in a in a, uh, in a film, they dub the film and they, they balance the music down under the dialogue and underneath the motorcycles and airplanes and guns and everything else. And so the music a lot, a lot of the time is in the background, but when you hear it in the concert hall, uh, there is a mix going on and you hear the dialogue and sound effects, of course, but the music becomes much more important, and especially with the older films. We've done films such as Casablanca, mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz and all, and those were recorded in mono. And so it's a very sort of, uh, there wasn't a lot of depth to the sound. You didn't hear a lot of overtones. Some instruments were, were lost because just it was in mono, this old you know yeah. sound. And, and now when you hear it in person, all of a sudden, it's like hearing, it's like seeing, looking at a painting and uh you used to see only three or four colors and now all of a sudden you see everything
0: yeah yeah and
2: uh and I tell people I say look once you've seen one of these you'll never be able to watch it again on a television screen <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. it just is so different and yeah. so exciting
0: this is Reset. I'm Susie On In for Sacha Ann Simons. Hearing a film score played live can be an immersive experience. No one knows this better than conductor Richard Kaufman, who is conducting The Princess Bride in Concert at the Chicago Symphony Orchestra this week. We're also speaking uh, with Richard and local music critic Britt Julius about the music that makes our favorite movies. Uh, Britt, you listen to a lot of music. Uh, do you have any favorite movie scores or composers or just the pairing of the movie and the score, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, well, I mentioned Nicholas Britell, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I love everything that he does. Um, I love um, the score from A Little Princess, um, done by uh, Patrick Doyle. Um, that's a movie that I have loved since I was like seven years old. And <laughs> now I'm thirty five years old, and I still listen to it prim- probably like at least like once a week or every other week. Um, it's just. It's one of my favorite films and it just sort of invokes the the magic and the love um, and the wonder that really exists in that movie in particular. Kind of recently, I really enjoyed um, uh, Mika Levy. They, um, I was originally sort of familiar with them from you know more the kind of you know traditional uh, contemporary music side. They were sort of an experimental electronic um, and pop musician. They had a group called uh, Mika Chew and the Shapes, and so I really loved um, the music that they had made, um, you know, using that particular moniker. And they have now been doing a lot of like um, film composing recently. <laughs> I, I liked what they did in particular for um, the movie Jackie, which is about you know. Jackie Kennedy with Natalie Portman Mm -hmm. Um, you know this music uh, when they were solo artists is very weird very strange um, but still had like um, they were really good at sort of like capturing kind of like pop melodies and, and harmonies and things like that And so you can kind of hear that in um, their compositions as well. It's kind of quirky and weird and strange and, you know, doesn't have that kind of really big, um, you know, uh, older room kind of sound that you'll get with like a John Williams or like Hans Zimmer or something yeah. like that. So.
0: Wow. Well, Richard, uh, how long have you been conducting film scores in concert?
2: Oh, my. Uh, a long time now. Uh, it started out with very few and it was really considered sort of uh, way outside the lines of what a symphony orchestra does. And then a gentleman named John Goberman, who produced Live from Lincoln Center on PBS, uh, he started doing these. And slowly but surely, other uh, companies and people have put these films out there. I I do about th- around 30 different films now in, in my repertoire. and um, And they'd range from all the Hitchcock films to John Williams to Casablanca, uh the list goes on and on Mm -hmm. and so i've been doing it a lot of years and i i've really noticed that one of the things that has happened is that symphony orchestra musicians have become more and more acquainted and appreciative of the uh, the art of film score Composing, yeah. uh, Before it was kind of, oh, yeah, that movie music, you know, well, we don't we do Shostakovich and we do Beethoven and Brahms, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, and the rest. But, you know, OK, well, we'll do this movie music if we have, you know, but more and more I have musicians saying, why don't we do this? Or uh, do you think there's a chance we could do that? Right. And the other thing I wanted to add was not only hearing in what you had in what your question from before, it isn't just the experience of hearing the music in the concert hall but the visual of seeing a symphony orchestra performing is exciting in itself. Yeah. And uh, for example, when we did Jaws, um, Oh yeah. You know, you're, you're looking at the, the, the strings and I, and I, I played on a number of played violin, a number of John Williams films. One of them was Jaws and it's a very, very, visual experience mm-hmm. uh, and so there's a lot going on for the for the people in the concert hall but uh yeah it's you know audiences love it musicians mm-hmm. love it more and more and uh you know and we have very very large audiences
0: yeah these. definitely and and uh, I mean you you've um, uh conducted uh dozens so what what are some of your favorite movie scores? Uh, you've conducted? And and what others do you want to conduct in the future?
2: Oh, (laughs) well, uh, what are my favorites? Um, Well, there's a a, a, there was a Broadway show called Finian's Rainbow. And in the show, there was a song called When I'm Not Near the Girl I Love. I love the girl I'm near. Well, (laughs) when I'm conducting a film score, that's my favorite (laughs) film score at the moment. And uh, I have so many because I I was raised my folks constantly playing playing uh, film scores and, and listen and I was listening and I used to put records on the, the phonograph when I was yeah. really little and I used to play along to them and just, you know, it, it was just something that's always been a part of my life. And so uh, I just, I, I love it all. I mean, the Bernard Herrmann scores from the Hitchcock films, yeah. are extraordinary. Of course, John Williams. I mean, what can you say about John? I mean, he okay. writes in so many different genres. Uh, And it isn't just Indiana Jones and Star Wars. It's all of these wonderful films. Um, I love Wizard of Oz. Oh, Uh, classic. It it is, (laughs) because it's, you know, it's it's just so much fun. I mean, when Britt was talking about the little princess... Uh, I Britt, I'm sure that you could literally close your eyes and just hear the score and see the movie passing before yeah. your eyes. Well, yeah, after, to
0: that, you know. to that, Britt, um, how do you fi- think, uh, you know, as we wrap up here, how do you think film scores and music and, and other genres influence each other?
1: You know I think um, I think film scores in particular um, uh, can be really influential for other genres just by really sort of um, having to invoke um, the narrative in music, right? I think you know we're kind of right now in a in a flux state as, as it relates to um, uh, music in general, but especially across sort of you know kind of more pop genres and things like that where the music kind of all sounds mm-hmm. the same. Um, there's no story that's being told, albums are not really sort of a collection of songs rather than sort of um, saying something substantial about the music itself. And so seeing the rise um, in popularity of film scores, especially among sort of younger generations and younger audiences, that's to me that, like, people are really hungry for and and really want um, music that uh, can tell a story, you know, that has um, some purpose, some drive to it. And so I think that, you know, film scores can continue, not just film scores, but also television scores, which I've been noticing a lot of as well. Um, But, you know, really can can um, help sort of uh, tell these stories and and hopefully um, in turn, you know, um, music, uh, you know, music that sort of fits within more of those sort of pop genres um, can uh, begin to kind of go back Mm -hmm. to its roots of, of storytelling.
0: Brit Julius is a music critic for the Chicago Tribune, and Richard Kaufman conducts the Chicago Symphony Orchestra's CSO at the movie series. He will be conducting the Princess Bride in concert this weekend. You can catch the concert Friday and Saturday night at 7 30 and at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Richard, Britt, thank you both so much for talking to us. And we're gonna go out on one more song from the Princess Bride. This is, of course, Storybook Love. Their love
2: story. How he loved her oh so much and all the charms she did possess Now this did happen once upon a time When things were not so complex And how he worshiped the ground she walked And when he looked in her eyes